You're listening to a Church Doctor production. You're listening to the Big Church, Small Church podcast with John Hunter. Conversations and tips for churches to engage in outreach communities to reach new people for God in your neighborhood. Welcome back to the show, the Big Church, Small Church podcast. Today, we are looking at the topic of God stories. Yes, you have a God story. Whether you've been a Christian for a minute or a lifetime, or should I say a minute or a millennium, you have a unique story that will connect somebody else to God. Yeah, you have a, an experience of the risen Lord in your life, and we are to share that experience with other people. What has Christ done in you, and what does it mean for other people as they encounter Jesus, maybe for the first time. And as always on the podcast, you know, we do this because, you know, we love Jesus and we want to see Jesus lifted high in this country. And we want to help you reach the unchurched in your neighborhood. And if you hear something that you like on the podcast, um, it would help us out if you would like it and share it on social media. Also, go to the sendmovement.com and download your show notes. That'll help you kind of process some of the information that I'll be talking about today. So you are a witness of Jesus, and we've talked about that in, um, in some of the previous podcasts. Uh, you have had an encounter with God, and it's made an impact in your life. I guarantee that you live life differently. Well, hopefully, you live differently than the world around you. You live your life because of what Jesus has done in your life. And I like the word God stories instead of testimony because it's more relational. I mean, it, it, we use it, um, I kind of use that interchangeably, but God stories is, is so much less intimidating and, and easier for people to understand than a testimony. But why tell stories? Well, because you've had an experience. You're a witness to something. God has done something in your heart, and you're to share that with other people. It will connect with somebody else. Also, stories are just the way that humans make sense of the world around us. It's the way that we process what's happening to our human experience. People make sense of the world through the power of story. Also, stories build relationships. It transcends time and space, and you meet someone in that moment. I can remember my dad has um, an epic story of when he was on a mission trip in Russia. And he always tells of um, praying for uh, an individual and this person, um, you know, being completely healed. And every time he tells it, I've heard it probably like 10 times over my life, but I'm absolutely captivated on um, what God does in that moment for that individual. And it's, you know, it's an amazing story to hear. And it doesn't matter how many times I've heard it because every single time it really, it boosts my faith. Jesus just continues to captivate me. It encourages me. Um, it gives me confidence in my faith. Stories are also transformational. They, they have a way of going deep inside of our soul and uh, moving us towards the presence of Jesus. 
Also, um, telling a story is about your personal experience with God. People can uh, argue the authenticity of the Bible, and I know a lot of people dedicate a lot of time for apologetics, but I don't know that that's always a helpful way or um, a way of, of winning people for Jesus. But people can't argue with your experience. Your experience is your experience. And, and people can argue uh, all day and all night with atheists or, or people that don't believe in the Bible about the authenticity and, you know, the reliability of the Bible. But nobody can argue with your personal experience or encounter with Jesus. Also, think about sermons. All right, what, what do you remember more about uh, more from a sermon? Do you remember the content of the sermon or do you remember the stories throughout the Bible? Do you think it was any accident that Jesus often told parables through his teaching? I don't think so. Storytelling has a way of kind of helping us to remember. It's helping us to process what God is doing. Um, some have said that we actually live in the age of storytelling. Um, on average, people hear about 30 stories per week. 1 Peter 3.15 says, Be ready to speak up and tell anyone who asks why you're living the way you are, and always with the utmost courtesy. We witness to people by telling our God stories about the way that we live, why we live the way we do. People should be asking us questions and by seeing the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives. People are, are just, they should be so shocked that we live our lives so countercultural by the, the way of the Spirit rather than the world around us. You follow Jesus. You have a unique story, again, that will connect with somebody else's experience. And often I hear the excuse uh, from most Christians uh, that my story is just really, really boring. I've always been a Christian. I grew up in a Christian home. These are, these aren't, these are pathetic excuses. You have an amazing story of what Jesus has done in your life. It doesn't matter whether you're like the Apostle Paul on the road to Damascus or whether you grew up in a Christian home like you haven't had an amazing encounter with God and it's made a difference in your life. And you need to really think through and practice telling that, that story so that you're ready to speak into people's lives. It doesn't matter whether you've been a Christian for a minute or a millennium. You have a story and you're a witness of Jesus and you need to share that story. But what makes a good storyteller? Well, when you're telling your story, think about what was it like before you were a Christian and what has it been like after you have been a Christian? Storytellers, the things that in, in stories, um, what's included? Well, there's characters, there's a setting, there's usually a struggle, there's a rising action, and there's a climax, right? And there, then there's a resolution. Think through all of those different stages about your God story. What transformation has God been like? What were you like before? You were a follower of Jesus, and what is your life, life like afterwards? How has God benefited your life? How has God saved your life? 
But the most important thing is to be authentic. People will see right through you if you're being fake. Make sure that it's from the heart. Don't focus on perfection. Focus on authenticity. Also, details make stories come alive. That's why we love stories like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. um, Because these stories have so many um, amazing details in it. We get captured in the details. Um, they, they make a story so much more interesting. Think about what are some of the details that could make your story come alive. Also, think through your five senses. All right, That will help people transcend that time and space and enter that moment with you. If they can think, if they can, if they can feel it, if they can see it, if they can hear it, all of those different things help people get captivated into your story. And also use emotions. Think of a, like as an, uh, you know, what, how have you been moved? And, and it's not to be fake or anything like that, but uh, we're emotional beings and it's good to, you know, nobody wants to listen to Sheldon Cooper, you know, tell a God story, you know, use your emotion, right. To really, to captivate people, for Jesus. Again, think about what you were like before and what you're like now. How has God impacted your life? Figure out what kind of story you have and be ready to share it at all times. Another really good way of, of being able to tell your God story is to practice it. Mick Woodhead, my former pastor, he used to tell us uh, to be ready to share our God stories at different lengths. He said, make sure you have a bus stop um, testimony and make sure you have a, uh, one that you can do over a dinner or a coffee. Um, but practice different ones. That way, when, you, when somebody gives you an opportunity to share your God story, you're always ready. You can think about, okay, I've got a two-minute one I can share. Uh, I've got a five-minute one that I can share with a friend. Or, or maybe you want to develop a 15 to 30 minute one uh, that's a little bit longer over a dinner or over a coffee. And the longer it is, the more details that you can that you can give. Obviously, the shorter ones, right? If you're, you know, if you're at the checkout at Walmart and you have an opportunity to share faith a little bit, you might only want to use like a one or two minute one. Maybe you don't want to like make everybody else mad around you uh, or like take all the person's time. But really, you want to develop God's story so that at any moment, you can testify to the risen Jesus. You can bring hope into somebody else's life. You'll be amazed how how God can use your unique story to bring people to faith. But also think about the different audiences, right? You wouldn't tell your grandma the same way that you're going to tell your best friend, right? There's certain uh, maybe details that you wouldn't include. I have seen some young adults give up, like stand up in church and give their God story. And they've talked about all the drugs and alcohol that they used to be involved in and how Jesus saved their life. Now that might be appropriate for some smaller circumstances to tell about. But also if grandma doesn't know that these things happen, she probably doesn't want to find out in the middle of a church service. So you want to adjust your story based on your audience. You want to contextualize your God story. You might not always give it exactly the same way. It doesn't mean that you're not being truthful. Um, Just some things might be more helpful than other things. 
And also, don't use your God story to glorify sin. This is a big, um, this is kind of a big trip up that I see with some Christians is that they actually get caught in in glorifying some of their past living uh, rather than glorifying God of how He's delivered them from their destructive sin. This isn't this isn't an opportunity to think about the you know the glory days of your fraternity. No, those. Those things were actually really harmful and, and terrible. Um, but this is an opportunity um, to glorify Jesus about the life and the goodness that he uh, brings. But I want to encourage you, always be ready to share your story and be able to read your audience. So those are some helpful tips. Um, if you'd like to um, ask me some other questions about God's stories, feel free to reach out to me. You can email me at johnhunter at churchdoctor.org. That's J-O-N-H-U-N-T-E-R at churchdoctor.org. If you have any questions, comments, um, disagreements, I would love to hear from you. Um, Really, my heart and my passion is that we all get better at sharing our faith together, that the mission of God moves forward. And, you know, I want to see our nation changed for Jesus So please reach out to me. Um, Don't hesitate. I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'd love to answer your questions or talk about your questions on the podcast. Thanks again for listening. Go and make a difference for Jesus. Grace and peace to you. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Big Church, Small Church Podcast, a Church Doctor Ministries production. To download the show notes, go to thesendmovement.com. For questions, coaching, or other network opportunities, contact John Hunter at J-O-N-H-U-N-T-E-R at churchdoctor.org. If you've liked this episode, please give a review, subscribe, and share it on your social media platforms.